listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Channeling in sync, so my wood bring what? With that causing all fat, I'm responsible for your diet. Keep it quiet, yo, I got beats. State the stitch on my national fabric. My daughter will speak Arabic, that's how I live. Levitate to my nation when I'm holding up your nickels. I pie will like crumble, so I dine like rickles. Like green on the pickle, my papes are the up master of the cabbage patch your eyes got the latch so catch the cut i need i hold the rut for the people reminder that the maceo path i'll be the finder of the patch hey welcome to the black guy to his podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're back on a saturday for a feedback show um my guess is it'll be kind of short since we've uh been off for a few weeks and we uh only did like a couple episodes since then um for you uh for all our free people um yeah premium people we ain't never stop right and uh i didn't see a lot of uh a lot of uh five star views i only saw one um so my guess is uh, it'll be a kind of a short show but rather feed uh wrap all this up rather than uh wait uh for two or three weeks to do all this shit um all right so you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by listeners like you that's right all the people that left us feedback whether it was five star reviews on itunes and stitcher um whether it was emails the black guy who tips at gmail.com um whether it was comments on our website the black guy who tips.com um or you could have uh left us voicemails which i just realized i didn't check but you could let you could have left us voicemails <laughs> over the last couple of weeks and uh we'll we'll play those if they're less than uh but remember you only have two minutes and then it cuts you off yeah, the, so the, the system said it and the system will be like oh bitch you talked too long and it'll cut you off yeah and some people gave us money my faves uh they went on the black com on the right hand side you can donate to the show you can do one-time donation you can do recurring donations we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that and we like to give you a shout out on the show i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new monday keep it on thank you so much for your recurring donation melanike i thank you preston f we appreciate you mm-hmm. cedric the entertainer w appreciate you calvin n gerard l thank you so much mm-hmm. james g thank you james deidra h thank you so much jason f tyrone m terry w uh lanika m which i that that's sounds like new. a new name that's new dastry j thank you mm-hmm. got a one-time donation from laura h who says thank you for being the voice of reason well we try we try okay we try to be reasonable over here ain't always but we try alexander m thank you so much one-time donation from georgia m thank you no relation but thank you uh eric m attitude check bronco pride correct damien r thank you so much michael irvin the playmaker mm-hmm. jasmine a thank you jasmine waste bees by sewer uh bowie free okay shanna shanna hooked us up thank you shanna thank you and she became a brand new recurring donator i'll see you boo thank you going into 2019 with that energy deborah oh thank you very much deborah janine r thank you 
we our girl Terrilyn, two fish hey baby she said may the new year bring you beyond your dreams thank you oh thank you baby we are trying to get there okay some of these dreams ain't all they cracked up to be but come on mine. now um uh, rachel h thank you rachel jonathan w appreciate you omat a thank you stefan h mary h jonathan h a lot of h's mm-hmm. uh andy s mr span of the span report podcast jeff thank you very much jeff m Corey b michael w golda s that seemed like a new, new name but yeah, I don't, it's just I, been so long that sound new yeah uh j full marvin b yes marvin b uh Nicole f juanita uh juanita wait no juanita w thank you juanita that sounds new as well mm-hmm. um and now it has to load because that's how long it's been since we did this um so uh let's see calter h thank you so much calter early days of photography asia d asia d thank you justin j appreciate you mm-hmm. nerds and luxury those luxurious nerds they hooked us up with a little something they can afford to because they're so luxurious Chriselle m thank you very much Chriselle. uh candace h thank you candace solana s thank you so much solana katie g adam s let's see what else we got here uh yvonne m tom w jr thank you tom annie p and that's everybody well what do you know we made it through in one trip all right here we go fell from heaven like a shower and difficulties I smile even though it hurts me I smile I know God is working so I smile even though I've been here for a while I smile smile it's so hard to look up when you look down show and hate to see you give up now you look so much better when you smile oh 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 all right we only got one five star review that i've seen so far okay uh now i didn't check the spoil page but i guess i should do that um at some point that's probably smart but um here's the one that we did get it's called five star bish with a a b-i-s-h that's how i got through the itunes screeners come on uh it says it's by will walkie and it says five stars obviously favorite podcast this show is wildly entertaining with entertaining with poignant social commentary on pop culture i enjoy rod and karen hold the potato salad sharing their views analysis slash analysis on the way we interact with each other online in real life the podcast will introduce will introduce to other you to other talented podcasters talented artists activists and my favorite comedians most importantly podcasts will challenge you to examine your belief your personal beliefs and the reason behind why you feel uh slash have internalized racism homophobia patriarchy religion and other societal norms if you're black and especially a cishead uh learn from the po- uh, cishead learn from the podcast black man 
you should give this podcast a try the show has definitely helped me grow and challenged me in ways in my uh college philosophy that my college philosophy courses haven't rod and karen wow that's a a, thank you that's a big compliment Mm -hmm. rod and karen are really out here doing the lord's work or the work of absolutely no one depending on what you believe shout out to karen's (laughs) husband uh they are really the hardest working ninjas in podcasting thank you thank you baby that was very nice of you i appreciate Mm -hmm. that and uh yeah it's interesting because you know we are not uh classically trained in the uh Mm-mm. academias and stuff but Mm-mm. the school of life you know there's a lot of shit you can learn from people come from on the school of life so um you know i don't know that that was the goal when we started the show um i think it's kind of become that for some people no no initially we was like i remember the very first show it was like we not gonna get too much into politics right you know we not gonna talk about this and we mm-hmm. and the shows were 30 minutes <laughs> right so i mean but it's <laughs> we didn't get a long way y'all yeah but i'm happy to uh to to be that for some folks and you know and the thing the thing for me that i think gets lost in all this stuff is that we're still works in process ourselves it's not like we Sir. know everything and we got it all figured out we don't you know sometimes we fuck up sometimes we don't have a, a clear black and white take on some shit you know and I, I think uh less and less people are willing to well no i shouldn't say that it feels like less and less people are willing to let people kind of grow anyway like it, or let people kind of develop their their theories and their opinions and shit it's always just like trash black t- terrible the worst move on to the next one it's like well i don't know that that's how i would live my life but mm-hmm. you know whatever you need to do right and a lot of times it's not healthy and i think online allows people to do that in reality yeah. like if you had to face these people people get along with people get along with people they don't like all the time people get along with people they disagree with all the time right in real life because you're forced to right but online you're not forced to online you can create your own for some people they create their own false reality of everybody agreeing with them yeah um we got a couple for a sport movie review on itunes that's cool uh i had to put five on it five stars by bk diva nine who says i'm so thankful to ride and karen for posting these episodes on sport uh, sport movie reviews i'm the queen of seeing a compelling trailer saying oh that looks good but never actually going to the theater except for black panther because duh this podcast <laughs> this podcast has helped me catch up on years of movies i was curious about y'all the real curious about y'all the real mvps oh, that's you. cool because you know the purpose of sport movie reviews is for people who saw the movie so they want to hear somebody discuss it and talk to spoilers or people who aren't going to ever see the movie they just don't give a fuck right you know they're like i'm never going to see this damn movie Mm -mm. so you might as well spoil it right and then there's people that are like i just don't care about spoilers so you know do go ahead and spoil the movie for me and it's been a pleasure to put out those episodes um so far and uh we're catching up i actually have another uh batch i need to put up uh hopefully sometime this weekend or next week uh some more episodes so um hopefully you guys will be hearing even more yeah and uh like i said my my goal this year is to watch a lot of white stuff that i missed so we've been going back and watching some old stuff we haven't really reviewed them but who knows we see one good enough this old we might actually go back and oh yeah it. i guess we could do that mm-hmm. yeah because we saw the revenant yeah and, uh, i would like to review that one all right cool all right well and we'll i make know it that happen. movie's old but you know it's new to me <laughs> nah, it was my first time seeing it too okay so we'll make it happen all right um five look at you all making new work over the weekend <laughs> i guess don't be talking about you tired later on i'm just saying 
uh all right impossible white man movies five stars by ek hines uh who says i'm just not getting back from vacation i done burned on my pto time so now i got to come back uh i don't plan to see half these movies i just enjoy riding karen so much that i drink up the black Tales content like it's liquid gold and this content is no less professional and exceptional than the rest especially for impossible white man movies the term alone is worth five stars thank you thank you we appreciate you um all right so that's all the five star reviews that i know of right. um what right and i'm about saying i can't help myself you you know this, this is what we do i'm sorry no i'm not no i'm just it's just funny like earlier today you was like oh we gotta do let's fucking good this weekend mm-hmm. then you like let's do movie reviews mm-hmm. i'm just like all right just pace yourself homie okay <laughs> just just pace yourself <laughs> that's what i need to do i'm like that about working out sometimes then i'll be like shit i'm tired i just don't want to get to tuesday and you be like i don't know we should do no shows today i'm like okay <laughs> i know because i don't poop myself out okay we can pace it we we got two days yeah i don't mind uh all right um let's get into uh the feedback on the website and in the background let me try to open up skype for that to pop up later um so we had basically three episodes ish because i put out a medium talk episode where i interviewed lewis l reed who's a national organizer for cut 50 which is van jones's uh criminal reform organization uh and i put that on the free feed because you know i thought people might want to hear it um the same way with the crime mills thing we were interviewing him and it was right before we were going to review that book it was like hey maybe you want to check it out yourself and hear what you know hear me ask the questions that uh you know that maybe people want to hear out there so uh that i put that in the feed as well um we got a couple comments and then we did a feedback episode and then we did one regular episode okay uh i'll go in order and start with the uh feedback episode which was just 1815 it was called humor spelled with a u because we had that person that wrote in from uh overseas mm-hmm. um and we got no comments on it the poll however was um do you uh, <laughs> someone sent us an email about a bro, a flyer or something someone left on that car that was about migger mm-hmm. and this dude and his weird book he wrote about miggers and stuff right and uh, and i think he left it because the guy was black or something anyway the poll was do you understand what migger is about from us reading the description on amazon and stuff uh yes two percent of y'all two percent of y'all actually did say y'all understand what how to use migger and all that stuff okay cool i'm glad because i don't 56 percent said no they did not understand and 42 percent said migger please which is what i said (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we had episode 18 16 uh welcome to the oh there were no comments on that poll obviously uh we had 18 16 welcome to the cookout tm jerome seinfeld um because we talked about louis ck and that chris rock um what's the other dude that was there the dude that did their english office i forget Um, that dude's name why do i keep why am i drawing a blank mm. andy something uh anyway that uh <laughs> uh we had all those dudes and they had a, a there was like it was ricky ricky gervais yeah mm-hmm. uh it was um an old uh clip from i don't know man like 2010 2012 maybe old. it was just an old clip from a tv show they had that was basically comedians sitting around talking 
and you know they end up getting into the n-word and louis ck and ricky gervais both said it seinfeld was not comfortable with it at all and chris rock was just kind of laughing along with the the white dudes saying nigger because he thought it was funny um all right uh, so we do have comments jamel scorpio says uh we had a story about a woman who um was killed by a grizzly bear her and her like toddler and her husband came home and killed it mm-hmm. he said that was a grizzly story i couldn't bear to, <laughs> i couldn't bear to listen to it all but i guess that's what makes us polar opposites because you can put your claws in that story and read it i see what you're doing there buddy all right that was a good one <laughs> harry Godzilla says hey rodicare i think the clip from talking funny was brought up because people are still trying to justify kevin hart and do the whole see when it's about race no one cares but if you talk about the gays everyone goes crazy at least that's how i first saw it being talked about oh that makes sense oh i knew it was some type of agenda to it because it just popped out of nowhere i was like this doesn't make any sense uh people are getting upset because their faves are being called out and i think a lot more of this is coming because people are like if i can't enjoy my fave then let me show you why everyone is fucked up yo but check but peep gang harry godzilla uh when they put the new the clip out on twitter guess what happened everybody got mad about the racism ain't that some shit like they couldn't they tried to prove the point like nobody cares but when they put the clip out everybody cared because niggas do care like it's that fake ass like you know the gay mafia the gay agenda they always try to act like one there's no black gay people right like they don't exist nowhere right Right. like like somehow that's just a fiction in everybody's imagination but then too they always try to do this thing where it's like yeah see when you talk like this about gay people things get done but when you do it to black people doesn't mean shit but it's like y'all are mad it's not like y'all are cool with these motherfuckers running around talking about nigga 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 you know and we'll get into louis ck again tomorrow but it's just so funny that that people tried to prove that point you know like black people just we don't even care yes the fuck we do y'all just didn't know that clip existed or you forgot about it but as soon as you saw it again you was right back to mad uh akua lee i hope i pronounced your name right oh wait no it's aquia there you go aquia leaves us this message hi rod and karen happy holidays i had to go back and look up travis scott because i'm quickly approaching auntie status and proud of it i know his remarks on ferguson are old but he had the nerve to put be on some respectability politics when he was rocking those struggle braids boy bye isn't that the real crime um <laughs> yeah uh it's so funny man like i don't really know where to stand on the bringing up old shit like bandwagon but i just feel like it's a fact of life now I, like i don't even know that it's like yeah i don't even know that it's like for good reasons or that it's helping anyone or accomplishing anything but i do understand that this is just what happens if something were to happen with us we were to blow up get so get bigger than what people think we should be like if we got a radio show or a fucking tv show or just you know something that would make enough people feel away um they'd be trying to find some old shit that we did for sure yes and also it's one of those things where people have always bought up old shit but guess what you couldn't collectively get together like you can on the internet true there are people that have always been petty there are people that will constantly bring shit up even in my past i've had situations that happen and somebody said i was talking i was years ago on school bus talking about something and somebody had bought up something years ago i did and 
it wasn't flattering like it wasn't like right. the best thing ever and i was and and i was like uh yeah i did it like, i wasn't even ashamed of it I was like, yeah i did it and um, you got unless you got some new news that shit's old yeah. you know but that's the shit that people do because it's like i've got to embarrass you i got to point out your flaws and the thing is a lot of times people that constantly dig like that i mean because sometimes old things are relevant don't get me wrong but people's but some people's whole purpose is to just constantly dig for old shit and no matter what it is it's almost like they got that gotcha moment because it's something within them and a lot of times they would never want that shit done back to them they would never want their tweets combed they would never want their facebook posts combed they would never they would have a fucking fit and it would be like well i'm the victim why y'all doing this to me well then my thing is don't let that be your because some people i've got now i'm to the point now where i look at the internet not everybody but for a lot of people it's the branding thing so many people watch people y'all people are very strategic on social media and a lot of shit they do is nothing but branding that's it they don't care about you they don't even care about the topic at hand next week next second next hour they'll be moved on to something else it's all about branding so you have to watch people's social media behavior because i was telling roger this and a lot of people better realize a lot of people have social media personalities like just like you have a real personality in real life you have flaws and quirks and all that stuff people have social media footprints that they put all across social media particularly if you follow them across multiple social media platforms and but you can see their behavior their behavior repeats you can see what situations happen how they respond and all that stuff so i might not say a lot but i watch people i watch y'all more than y'all think i do y'all think i don't know stuff that i do know you know i might not tell you i might not say nothing to you but i know a lot of shit and it's one of those things to where i've got to the point where i realized i can go oh that's your brand and mm-hmm. a lot of times when it comes to certain people i've gotten to the point where i just dismiss certain people it's certain people because of social media and the way shit that went down about the presidency about hillary Clinton, bernie sanders right. some people, bill cosby I, yeah R. Kelly, all that shit. i just don't take certain people's opinions seriously anymore i just don't and i can't yeah the thing for me though is uh you kind of touch on a little bit but people just need something to talk about correct and it's uh that's the whole point like with a lot of stuff with social media is is something to talk about so while it might be petty and it might not be it might be ineffectual because i really haven't really seen it be effective in uh in in much but this whole like let's bring up some old shit it definitely gives people something to talk about people can't help it even if they want to talk about how it's not important or how they don't care and i'm not canceling such and such and all that shit um it it just it does drive uh traffic you know and i think it drives engagement and interaction and that's really what people are mostly after i think so uh you know while it while it might seem uh i mean it's definitely petty and it's definitely some sort of an attack but it's also like for me personally with travis scott not really relevant to him like it's just more like we shouldn't like this guy not because i don't feel like whoever performs at the super i don't know how the super bowl became this thing i don't know how super bowl halftime became this it is kind of ridiculous to me i think people will take it might take them a few months or years to step back and realize how ridiculous this was but um i don't know when this became the test for for like wokeness or blackness but somehow it did and i don't know when that's supposed to end like and i and i honestly wonder if certain people would have took the job if motherfuckers would actually be on board even despite them claiming that this is the right thing to do 
of course because so. ratings don't lie as much as people can't claim they don't watch it ratings don't lie yeah i, I mean not just that but i'm not, i'm talking about like the attitude towards the person so like Correct. if cardi would have accepted it i wonder if people would be like yes like oh my i can't wait to watch i know she's gonna tear it up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. if uh you know like a, like if someone we universally fuck with or not universally because nobody but you know what i'm saying right if somebody most people fucked with took it like travis scott not really uh for our people around us right he's not the dude that most of us fuck with you know he had that um transphobic slash you know uh homophobic mm-hmm. interaction thing with his uh cover he's married to or not married he's got a when the kardashians pregnant or something um you know he like i don't even think he was in the lane of people that for and he's popular as fuck though astroworld yeah. was outsold Nicki minaj's album and shit like it isn't like he's a nobody yeah he just don't run in like you say in our circles i've right. heard his name but you ask me a song i'm like who's that i'm like then right. you play it i'm like oh I, i've heard that song before but i don't know who he yeah, is yeah i was uh at, uh during the holidays i was hanging out with uh my niece uh and my my dad mm-hmm and we were looking at youtube playing like clips and stuff i was showing them funny stuff we see all the time and they were showing me funny clips and then she was like oh have you seen the sicko mode memes and i was like i don't know what that is and then you know they played all the sicko mode memes i was like oh yeah i i forgot i forgot to listen to Astro World this year just old just forgot like i wanted to listen to it i understand that you know he's called called cancel for people and shit but i just wanted to listen to it to hear what the fucking big deal was and i forgot <laughs> you know what i mean so it it was funny though because that was it that meme had all these like millions of likes and shit because people been playing it because it's so such a popular thing um so uh it does to me it seemed like it would be in line with him to get the super bowl or the wanted anyway a lot of artists want it correct i don't know why monolithic black unity was the expectation when it came to that job i just don't get it and the thing is we have never been unified i don't know what is this false perception that all negroes have been unified even for civil rights all right. negroes wouldn't unify and some of them was like leave whitey alone i'm just glad to be alive today so we were never ever ever unified right and then what's interesting though is um with with people feeling this way like because i know people that haven't really fucked with the super bowl for a long time but when beyonce had halftime for formation everybody was watching that what, shit the didn't nobody care about any of that old shit everybody was like yep it's beyonce it's basically a free 15 minute concert everybody was live tweeting it and i don't even remember who played in super bowl that year Mm-mm. i i remember beyonce so i do i do think there is like a level of this where people are kind of kidding themselves because it's like if the right person took it we'd be like yeah i'm watching um but yeah it's just funny because uh i, I still don't understand what the uh what the relevance of travis scott saying that shit had to do with this super bowl but you know it is what it is um and plus a nigga like that the real truth is he only got there because so many people did turn it down oh yeah he y'all he wasn't number one on the list believe you me <clears throat> like no offense to him but he'd be a he's, fool to give that up because it's not number, coming back yeah probably number 200 and the first and only time he'll probably never get an invite again yeah i don't know what the number is i don't want to like it's no disrespect to that no, dude no, like not. i said because he did have a big ass album this year last year 
uh so it's, it's not beyond their, the scope that they might want him right but they want him after x amount of acts you you pick the number but yeah, x amount of acts that had to say no yeah. yeah um so it, he actually be a fool to get his back because it's not coming back around like the the sec because you because next year black people could decide i'm not that mad anymore and black people could start performing at the super bowl it only like i said it only takes the right person saying yes and his ass will never get an invite back because he ain't the nfl's type i know he was shocked when that phone rang like what they want me to do and he was like yes they heard my music and they want okay all right um all right regarding the wrestler who had his locks cut off this story had my blood boiling i actually cried while watching the video i have been growing locks since 2008 and i get tense with my location i mean my loctician gives me a much needed trim i'm upset that the coach and the rest of the team didn't take the l and support their teammate i'm also upset that the referee was allowed to continue to referee after he had a racist incident had he been removed that wrestler would still have his locks i think the thing that angers me the most is that no one in the gym felt the need to protect that child this goes to be to the bigger issue of how black children are not protected in society i was 100 percent fuck with and i'm still mad thanks for all that you do aquia yeah the other thing aquia is them white people don't even know the language sometimes or the they don't know the value of what we value so yeah because it's not the same yeah i could absolutely see those coaches and teammates being white and being well-intentioned and feeling like i can't believe he would step up for the team like that and cut his hair off and not having any ill will no racist shit about it right just legitimately being like fuck man i we really respect you as a teammate because they don't understand the work that goes into that black hair the meaning of our bodies being fucking uh you know having to be conformed like that like they don't understand any of it you know and that's why you know it's i don't like this is not a knock against white schools and shit please don't take it that way but i think that's why people still cling to and want to see succeed like these black spaces where we have like hbcus a certain black schools and stuff because because at least the black people in those roles will know the value and be like what the fuck no he's not cutting his hair off what are you doing put the scissors down get away from him you know what i mean we'll forfeit fuck you yeah like that nobody's trying to trying to do that for you and we're gonna take a stand now if you want to be the ref that fucking blew the whole uh playoff bracket and tournament for to to make a grandstand against some hair we're actually willing to make a stink about it so we'll be seeing you know we'll be getting you fired now like if you want to give up your job today because you can't you can't stand to let this kid have three inch locks fuck you you know but yeah they don't even have the language when they sit in that living room and tell you i'm gonna take care of your son like he's my son that is what they do with their son right because it's not as it's not as symbolic it doesn't mean the same thing uh brooklyn shoe babe says i'm saying in all serious that i'm in all seriousness that i'm triggered by that 20 year old girl that fucked offset and apologized to cardi for sleeping with her husband i was a victim of infidelity about 10 years into my marriage and i was fucking livid that at both my husband at the time and the woman he cheated with if that bitch was in the same city where we live i would have driven to her house with my squad and fucked her up damn I'm gonna catch that charge and seriously seriously and i was 30 and the mistress called me a couple days after 9 11 happened to apologize because she didn't want to die with this type of regret on her chest i accepted it on the phone out of kindness but not in my heart there's nothing that says that a person has to accept your apology the apology is never for the person wrong it's for the person who did the wrong thing 
that's true and this part i mean as gracious of you to accept on the phone like that i probably would do some shit like that too um but you got to work through it on your own you know uh like because everybody always says you know the apology is for yourself you know what else is for yourself the forgiveness or the lack of forgiveness that's for you you know it's not really for the other person like to a certain extent i feel like the apology is where you have to learn to forgive yourself because that's the end of it you know as far as uh it's out of your hands it was what i mean as far as how someone perceives it or takes it or what they do with it that you have to give up relinquish control of the narrative when you apologize you go i'm sorry this is what i did wrong and then it's about what you want to do for yourself to heal and get better or become a better person or what have you want to make amends that becomes about you you know i think and it's not up to the other person to forgive you because i think a lot of people go i'm sorry but then forgive me it don't work right and then the other part of this is uh in the internet age especially i think it's gotten a little out of control with the like no apologies good enough no never forgive anybody it's gotten a little bit like it's leaning a little bit too hard to that side too because i don't know man at least for me that's just not my my that's not my my chi you know what i mean like a lot of those people like that yeah angry all the time right well the thing i was gonna say is we've kind of delved into like well what does this person want to be whole or whatever and that's cool i think that's that should definitely be part of that process but that also there's limits to that shit too you know that like it it, it like it really does depend um because some people will take that and then be like switch flip the power dynamics and now i'm abusing you you know so at any rate um i I feel you i understand how you could like i think it was actually nice of you to be like all right apology accepted because you ain't never gonna have to hear that woman again Mm -mm. but uh at the same time i also understand how you could be like yeah but deep down inside i'm not healed from this yeah because it's a process right um what uh that means she never offered it sincerely oh wait all right is it for the person who did the wrong thing because she took that the woman that put her apology back she said and this woman who slept with offset took the apology back that means she never offered it sincerely such a child yeah i agree it's been 15 years and i've forgiven the woman who slept with my husband at the time but i it took me a long time and i had nothing to do with her or him uh but all about me yep i feel you uh i get to accept the apology or forgive someone in my time if that happened in the time of the, uh, instagram facebook and twitter i can't say that i wouldn't act as ugly towards the mistress as cardi is alleged to be yeah i what's funny is i don't really think cardi's acting ugly um she shut down the interview and shit which okay like she got the power and the control to do that the, the radio station could say no um but she allegedly shut down the, the internet uh it doesn't sound like she told anybody to hack the woman i think cardi's fans are crazy because they on the internet being crazy uh and they hacked that woman's instagram and and are fucking with all her posts and stuff like that but that's what happens when you are basically trolling a superstar who's famous on the instagram and on the internet uh about fucking her husband like what did you think would happen you know i i like uh like i said i can understand both sides of that like her fucking that like i don't know that her fucking offset is uh such a ridiculous thing in the world that they live in and the way that cardi gets down the way the offset gets down like 
i felt like everybody when they first got engaged was like this nigga is going to still be a piece of shit you know and that's us not knowing either one of them from a distance being like all of this sounds crazy right so i don't know i I think that woman is trying to make a come up in the way that cardi kind of made a come up of through instagram and shit and you know cardi knows the game better than her and she's and she's further along so she's shutting her down um it's it's funny because what she uh nikki uh allegedly shut cardi shit down uh tried to and didn't work anyway so if this woman's talented or truly is something more than just uh a chick that fucked this dude she'll be back this she'll be back if not then who gives a fuck everybody's gonna move on you still just the woman that fucked this girl's husband until you uh until you do something else you know cardi that's the thing cardi might have been uh a uh, side chick and breaking home record and all that shit on love and hip-hop but she also had like talent she also had a really magnetic personality she also had like a lot of work hustle and all that shit i mean it's a lot to be somebody like cardi you know uh the poll was has someone you're dating ever given you a horrible christmas gift yes no or no one has ever given me anything cries 35 percent of y'all say yes you have gotten a horrible christmas gift karen i don't think i've all right 46 percent say no never got a horrible christmas gift you talking about from like a loved one or just a gift from, from, anybody, from anybody oh yes yes i have got a horrible christmas gift before what was it oh you don't want to say oh uh, no 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 it was um a book a book about some shit i didn't care about and i was like what the <laughs> fuck is this and why you give me this goddamn book yeah yeah nothing's worse than i was a-, a child too i was like what the fuck is this nothing's worse than getting a present that's work <laughs> right i was like um i want a toy i want something i don't read like if you want to get me an exercise bike get me that shit two weeks after christmas and just pretend like that it wasn't for christmas when it was on sale i don't blame you i, I mean i'm not saying when it was on sale i'm saying you could buy it and have every intention to get, that's my christmas present but just give me some something else on christmas and then two weeks later just oh you know i happen to have this exercise bike like don't you know don't slap me in the face with it on christmas yeah and nah, and i've got the, the presents as a child with socks and drawers you be yeah. like i don't want this bullshit either right and as an adult as i'm like good i ain't got to spend the money as a child i'm like don't know, kids what the fuck i want socks for not me as an adult or as a kid trash gift like i'll i will actually go and uh buy my own and when you're a kid nigga that's cheating you know you're supposed to get me those the fuck is this you gonna give me oxygen next month like for your birthday breathing food like that's what you're supposed to do you want extra credit i know how i felt when i was a kid you sit up here alive you want to when i was a kid i was like this is trash you didn't do shit did you go to fucking what's next you gonna go to cvs or eckers and get a damn toy from there the the, the bare minimum here's here's a box of m&ms no nigga we could have got that at any time give me an actual gift or don't give me shit (laughs) 46 46 said no they did not get a bad gift and 19 percent said no one's ever given me anything for christmas and then cries ct says my husband is terrible at gift giving so for holidays and anniversaries we go gift shopping together we point out a few things that we like and then we buy each other gifts based off of what we like and if i really and if i really don't have the time i just send him links to what i want no one has time for gifting. faking like i like something or returning gifts this works for us that's why i do gift cards people get in their feelings but i meant that y'all here's a gift card go buy what you want Mm-hmm. 
every kiss begins with practicality okay it does I'm like don't you ain't got to go out here and, and try to go on a limb for me mm-hmm. uh and then the last thing i like i said i interviewed uh lewis l reed uh national organizer for cut 50 uh and we discussed the first step act and a bunch of other stuff um i thought it was a good interview i did see a few comments on social media that people really enjoyed the interview um once again i you know look felt a little bit out of my depth or just kind of out of my lane wasn't sure if i should even be doing this interview or whatever but um whenever i do an interview like that i try to do like the definitive one so that if people ever need a resource they can go back and be like oh yeah this is what this dude thinks about this this and this you know uh similar thing with with Quan mills where i'm like i don't know that i agree with everything you're saying but i'm not gonna try to get you i'm not gonna do an antagonistic interview but i'm just gonna ask the questions and you give the answers and the people will judge how they feel about you correct um and in this case it you know it's the same kind of thing where i don't really agree with van jones and his glad handing with trump and i think the optics of it are horrible um just to be kind about it um and and, you know when i got the email like would you interview me or whatever i was kind of like ah is this just gonna be you selling everybody on this crime bill that i think is gonna end up being some shit possibly because it's just a who's implementing it like i just can't trust this administration in the way that you know that, that 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 van jones seems to be doing and uh you know the interview he said he'd give me 30 minutes but it went for like an hour which i think is always a good sign when Mm -hmm. you know they open up and they really want to talk and uh we end up talking about his history with his own like incarceration we end up talking about his own uh history working on criminal criminal justice reform on a local level before joining this organization and uh we and we did get into trump and the pictures of dan jones with him and all that type of shit too you know um so it was it was a very interesting interview i thought he was a very uh i thought he was pretty forthright um but of course he is here to sell the community um on his product essentially or his uh this this uh bill that they got passed so i mean i don't expect him to be too critical of his own bill you know obviously but uh i still feel like we it was a pretty good conversation and i appreciate everybody took the time out to say that they enjoyed it um matthew says i appreciated this interview especially because of the honesty behind the fact that you wasn't really sure you wanted to do it but i started cracking up when i heard rod's turnip seed jr song at the end and i thought why would he end this interview like that i didn't uh only to realize i had just had three guys on next to my queue that was supposed to be <laughs> oh and then he put a shaking my head emoji at the end of the comment i was like what i didn't do any of this sir uh but yeah thank you for listening i'm glad you enjoyed thank the you. interview uh and i saw the other comments on uh facebook and twitter uh thank you for those people who left comments too mm-hmm. because when i do these interviews i'm not sure you see what i'm saying like i i don't know how people are going to feel about the interview after it's done either and that's what feedback is for you know and for people that 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 write in and give feedback and stuff i appreciate it you know whether it's good to be like yo i love this interview da 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 um i appreciate that there's there's guest i've interviewed where i am like eh, i don't know about this nigga 
um but i interview them because i do want to i i find them interesting and i do want to have it out there i've interviewed like shy b uh i don't know if you guys remember shy b but that's old right there yeah <laughs> right that's an old one but you know like the interview's not an endorsement it's mm-hmm. not it's not me going and everything this person does is great and i agree with them and all that shit but the interview is like this person's interesting what what will people think what do people have to say about it you know um and 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 there's also a ton of people that i've interviewed that i actually enjoyed and like and support their work and stuff too but i mean obviously you can tell through the interview and the i don't know 2000 episodes of the podcast uh what kind of shit i'm on so uh and i and also i've interviewed people that fucking hate us mm-hmm you know i'm dj eric monroe and he's talk shit about karen on twitter and i put down the medium talk um you know when uh we had that that troll that kept calling our show and leaving messages and shit and i fucking interviewed that nigga um so i mean it's, it's my show and i want to you know do interest do interesting things with it but you know i just want to be clear because i feel like people get it confused and also i don't want to be confusing like i'm interviewing people because they're interesting to me all right let's get into uh let me check to see if there's any voicemails i just realized i opened it up but did not check and how do you do that all right no um, skype let's see thursday we got a call okay let's see if that was a voicemail or just a phone call you can't tell the difference <laughs> fuck you skype get your shit together okay it doesn't look like they left um okay wait there's okay so there's voicemails friday december 28th so that is since the last time we did a show right yes. yeah so let me see if i can play that real quick all right give it a second hey rod and karen my name is sam I'm all right not why i gave you my name but okay it's out there oh yeah i'm sam um i was calling because i know i'm kind of late on this i was listening to your episode about pledging and fraternities and and all of that and um i'm there i'm right there with you guys i never felt understood why people who would pledge pledge and had to go through hazing went through it willingly um i I would love to speak to someone who you know can give me because i've dated i've dated a guy who was accused and he doesn't even like talking about it um and i've noticed that a lot of people who go through you know hazing type situations don't like talking about it um so I do feel like it is triggering and it is, you know, um, some sort of abuse, you know, because they, they don't, they don't like, they don't like to be living it. So I feel like, you know, I, I lost a friend, one of my best friends. Um, she's not dead or nothing. Um, she's just not my friend no more. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I was asking her while she was in college and, you know, I, I was, I didn't go to college with everybody else. I went straight to work. And then now I'm in college, now after 30. But while she was in college and we were 19 and, you know, 20, and she was telling me, you know, in her sorority, you know, her sisters, her big sisters had her wearing heels for 
days at a time, like like days on end oh, in heels, and they weren't allowed to take them off, and they had to wear. She got cut off, so I'm gonna go to the next message. Uh, but yeah, that is interesting. I, I feel you. My bad, I got cut off. That always happens to me. But I'm, I'm an Yeah, she had to wear heels for three days straight, or they, they, you know, she had to go in and clean their apartments, and um, you know, they couldn't date while they were play- like just all these type of things, and I couldn't understand why. But you know, she couldn't explain to me why either while she was going through it. She's like, well, I can't really tell you. And, you know, but but this is what has to happen. And she started talking to me after that. You know, somebody who, who played a, a, a very, was a really good friend to me. And I loved her dearly, and I still do. But she stopped talking to me. Hasn't been the same since. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I really don't get it. But I would like to, you know, I would like to talk to somebody who can really tell me. And I hope somebody calls in and right there or something i don't know maybe they're not allowed to maybe that's why we never get that insight but i don't know i'm just i'm curious as well i I love 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 your show um i've been listening for maybe five maybe five or six years now but keep doing what you're doing uh talk to you later bye bye Uh, baby thank you sam thank you i like how sam was like i my name is Sam? Like, should I be giving my name? Right. I don't know. Is the government listening? Uh but yeah, I, I I don't understand it either. It's not really for me. Um to be honest. I have friends that are pledged and mm-hmm. uh crossed. I had a friend that pledged and was like online for over a year. Um and it's funny because he was uh one of my best friends and he wanted me to pledge with him and I was like, nah, and I'm glad I didn't because I wasn't making it no fucking year of these niggas hitting me and shit are you crazy anyway but i don't understand it either i would love to interview somebody about it but i would need them to be open and honest and frank they probably would have to do it anonymously or some shit because i don't it man i hate to say this shit because i know it's gonna sound mean or wrong but it feels like a cult to people on the outside like i mean when you're talking about a culture of it there could be abuse not that there is but there could be and where sometimes people are getting kicked off of campuses when stuff is found out people are placing complaints even some of the things that might not cross over into physical uh abuse you know to me kind of are in this area where i'm like i'm not sure that's not you know driving around someone's car taking someone's money i think you have to even pay the pledge anyway Mm -hmm. uh but taking somebody's money um you know some of the stuff you hear like and because it's so shrouded in secrecy i don't know what to make is true or not i don't know if you know it's like you might find out like oh it's not that bad there's just this is another but then it's not uniform because it is behind the shroud of secrecy and like anything like that i feel like it's right for abuse because you have put you it's not transparent the process isn't isn't uniform and the same everywhere and so you have these rogue chapters and you have shit and so when it makes the news that some old ass nigga got beat up in in new york you know i'm like damn that's even that's the most ridiculous one i've you know heard in a while but there's also stories every year of some and it's not just black frats by the way but Mm -mm. there's there's stories every year of just like someone dying from alcohol poisoning or somebody uh getting put in a hospital or something because you know these are essentially kids beating other other kids and shit sometimes like so i i try to not not to go in on people about the shit because it's just not for me but 
yeah i don't understand it either and i would interview somebody with uh, about it uh if they were willing to, to talk about it but at the same time uh as long as people understand that's not an endorsement of hazing and and fraternities and sororities and shit i would just be interviewing them because i'm curious and have never really heard anyone talk about it yeah and it depends because i've talked to some people as the, as they've gotten older some people have had wonderful experiences some people have had terrible experiences so it just varies per person right uh, i think okay i think we played this last voicemail i think because what was the last time we did a show oh man i'm I'm sorry let me let me go look to make sure that the dates are right because i want to say it was the 22nd is the last time we did a show a feedback show or something so if that's the case then i think i've already played this voicemail but if not okay so the 23rd was the last episode and the 22nd was the last feedback so yeah we played the other voicemails okay all right cool so uh we can get into um we can get into some other stuff let's uh do the emails how about that um so you can email us the black guy who tips at gmail.com leave us uh your emails um and we'll read them all right it's that simple um and uh yeah that's that's it now i just gotta wait for gmail to take its sweet time to do what it got to do oh man what a day what a day um speaking of which let me close this and okay there we go uh we got uh oh we got like six seven emails uh miss ct wrote in for pregame 72 the nigga museum uh that was the name of the episode it's an old episode pregame 72 um you went way back baby into the archive i go i need an update on the nigga museum is kanye still allowed to have his own exhibit in light of recent events um i guess it's no will there be a white woman wing uh, i don't think so Mm-mm. it'd be just rachel dola's out in there i guess uh maybe ellen pompeo I, I don't know uh i think there should be a cookout wing at it though to uh, be honest yes i do too i think i i only have two suggestions for the nigga museum one cookout wing two coon wing yeah yeah okay because I, I i understand that thurman time uh wait justice thomas clarence thomas was uh a big you know uh milestone even though he we don't agree with his politics it it should be recognized that's a huge milestone uh and it's hard to be a supreme court justice and be black so yeah let's let's get him in that wing the coon wing uh you know would have had loved would have loved to keep dan carson in the regular wing but clearly he's in the coon wing now and it gives us some place to put these people so hey kanye west musical contribution might want to give him props somehow we'll put him in the coon wing you can go visit there and take a picture of the coons um does black panther deserve its own wing i know there's a movie section but hashtag but on hashtag wakanda forever that's all i got y'all always been funny thank you thank you and uh i don't i'm gonna say no on wakanda forever getting his own oh no like his own black panther wing but at the same time would not be mad if they did it see what i'm saying correct like just all the costumes i feel like they should be a black panther museum as far as i'm concerned Mm -hmm. just dedicated to it now we did get one review from outside of the the united states uh from australia okay sarah g4 seven a bunch of numbers from australia says five stars this podcast helps me survive in a country full of white people 
i love this podcast so much i live in sydney australia and australian people's favorite question to ask me is what do you miss the most about the usa and they always look dumbfounded as fuck when i flatly say other african americans thank you <laughs> thank you ride care for helping me keep keeping me sane connected to back home <laughs> other african americans like other black people i'm happy to be your other african american me then. too and uh yeah stay sane over there i understand the struggle is real um yeah cardi b was just in australia dealing with racism so mm-hmm. i guess it's you know it's, it's a lot it's still over there yeah racism is, racism is worldwide it ain't just an american thing this is a uh, no subject but uh the the body of the email says hey handsome and beautiful oh thank you that is very nice of you thank you no one calls me handsome i was enjoying because i'm not i was enjoying some of the episodes i have downloaded of my favorite podcast yours being one i do this because i'm sometimes erratic when it comes to catching them all even if i like them i tend to download shows so i can listen while i'm driving or at work in one case episode 1792 colored wi-fi i had downloaded this one a while back and forgot about it so i decided to start it while i was closing one night at work i had to stop and youtube the black girl who thought she was white that that y'all were talking about <laughs> it's about the 30 minute mark oh this girl made me so mad i wanted to spit i hate the fact that there are so many people who think the same shit about us they think of us as ugly or some form of monkey or to have uh to have her think the same shit i wanted to jump through my phone to shake her this is coming from a person that didn't feel comfortable with myself till i was in my mid-20s at that point i got to thinking of uh that if you don't think i'm cute then you can go fuck yourself because i think i'm cute and that's all that was all that mattered oh come on i really do need to get to that level of self-confidence because i think people assume i have it because i'm a man and all men i think they uh the shit but i need to get to that okay that's my new goal for 2019 is to be like fuck y'all niggas i'm fine and then just walk away uh, <laughs> I, was about to say, I, I can help you with that because honey i done came like they say came a long way like them slim ass cigarettes because i used to not love myself and not think i was gorgeous and not think i was beautiful and now honey i actually love myself and every day i'm learning to love myself even the more but you is fine though i know that now i didn't always know that other people used to tell me but i didn't believe it and if you don't believe it it don't matter what nobody tell you uh anyway i run away with myself so to end this all uh all of the stars and keep up the great work thank you mm-hmm. um they didn't put their name and I, i'm i'm not uh sure how to pronounce their email name so uh law says stitcher drama yo rod yo karen it's law i'm a long time listener once in a while site commenter but i never left the review the shame is heavy my last apple product was a second gen ipod nano and i still have it we android users have stitcher for podcasts and i have no idea how to leave a review i don't even know how to do one on the pc if you got tips <laughs> my mind is ajar uh i'm a pretty new donator and that probably and that's probably the only way i know how to give back to the podcast is giving me so much but i know those reviews are just as important even more in some ways holler at us stitcher folk with some aid if you can keep filling them jars with them socially conscious tips um well yeah you go on the internet browser on your computer your pc whatever Mm -hmm. search the black guy who tips stitcher it'll bring you to our show page right click on our show page at the bottom of the show page let it load for about two minutes you gotta let it load because 
if you scroll to the bottom at first it won't pop up but there's a section that says would you like to leave a review mm-hmm. and it also lists all the reviews that have been left for us already right so you just need to wait that extra like it's probably more like 30 seconds but you need to wait till it's fully loaded when you see the review thing that's when you say click the stars and leave the review and with stitcher you have to approve your review so make sure you use a real email address that you have access to you go to that email address it'll say did you leave this review and you click yes approve and then we will get to see it and stitcher reviews post a lot faster itunes reviews can they take they can take days to post and if they're if they don't make it past the censors then uh they they can never post yeah they, they just fall into the black hole and you just won't know um, and also with the uh, Stitch review, be sure it doesn't go to junk mail because a lot of times people have left us a Stitch review and hadn't posted, but it went so, so went to your junk. And if you don't check your junk, it'll just sit there. Uh, Brandon says, holiday card. Just want to say I appreciate the holiday card. Hope your holiday was pleasant. Pleasant. It was it was for great. I enjoyed my holiday a mm-hmm. lot. Look forward to listening to you guys another year. Love the podcast. Keep it going. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mailed out all the holiday cards this uh last week. Mm-hmm. So you see people been getting them. Yeah, hopefully people got um got got them and some people took pictures of theirs and stuff like that. And that's cool. I, I'm glad y'all got your holiday cards, guys. Mm-hmm uh sugar bay says hi karen and rod just dropping a quick line to say hello thank you for keeping us entertained and to wish you both a happy new year thank you thank you may 2009 be even better than 2018 i'm so proud of both of you and i look forward even more to great insights and funny and terrible puns p.s nowadays if i <laughs> uh p.s nowadays if i win an argument with my husband i just say my point and then cackle like a crazy woman love and light <laughs> and prayers from from the cold cold montreal sugar babe thank you thank you sugar babe i know you've been you've been with us for a long time and um i still remember when we had uh, disagreed about the uh kim kardashian and her baby was crying i think that was you um and you know i appreciate people being able to make it through shit because i feel like so much of life now feels like one and done right like i disagree with this nigga one out of two thousand shows fuck these motherfuckers you know like forever it feel like it feel like that's the way of the world now like wow and i and i know that that's not the way of the world it's just that those are the most vocal people but um i actually really appreciate uh you know stuff like that where it's like yeah people allow us to be ourselves have our opinions they get to have theirs and it's not nobody throws the other one away yeah and that's fine um the other thing i would say too is um you know uh 2018 was a great year um for me personally and for the show and all that stuff um and there were definitely lessons i learned from 2018 Mm -hmm. um like uh and and i think the and i you know maybe other people will hear it too as well or whatever but i really think and maybe it's just the whole it being my 40th year or whatever but kind of embracing more or just being myself and being more sure in myself and being more um happy with myself as far as like um accepting me where i'm at already you know and that doesn't mean you can't grow or do better but just kind of being like yo i'm not doing bad you know because i feel like uh at least for me i i kind of grew up or have this vibe around me uh where i'm always kind of harder on myself than people know i'm always like ah did i say the right thing did i do this did i say is this person upset with me is this person okay and i'm always forgetting that i'm doing my fucking best you know and it's and it's easy to forget in a world full of like 
this isn't perfect and that isn't perfect and you know this person's fucked up and that person's fucked up in a world full of that it's easy to forget that like most people are trying to do their best and you in particularly are a person that deserves the same grace that you would grant to other folks you know so uh i think this year was so good for me because i really embraced that and i believed it in a way that i really couldn't i I, it was palpable for me and in this very odd way it really uh cleansed my life like i really uh i think 2017 i was so like open and i was pushing myself to be uh, uncomfortable right like i'm gonna go places i've never been before i'm gonna talk to people i would never talk to i'm gonna um have people around me that i wouldn't normally have around me i'm gonna do things in a way that um when in when there's a question of will you do this can you do this i would just say yes in 2017 i'm like fuck it right like why not <laughs> let's go to seattle i've never been you know what's the worst thing you have be around some weird white people in costumes and shit right fuck it right that was how i treated it and in 2018 um you know we were working more of our own stuff the live show was such an accomplishment for us mm-hmm. um but you know i was kind of like dealing with some of the fallout for 2017 like people around me i really didn't need around me people that um had their own issues and shit bringing them making them our problems and stuff and so uh and and for the most part you know i feel like we handled it pretty maturely like we wasn't out here yelling out names we wasn't out here um you know dragging motherfuckers through the mud and shit like and i wanted to because i'm still a petty bitch inside but i wanted to but i didn't um and, and i got close but i didn't and my point being like a lot of shit took care of itself mm-hmm. you know um and i think part of that is that security because i think when i was a little more insecure about our place about our product about myself about our opinions and stuff i think i would have lashed out and i think i used to lash out more where i'm like you know how dare you you know whatever but i don't really need everybody to get down or lay down with me or with us or with the show or any of that stuff um at the same time i don't you know it's a just it's an adjustment dealing with the idea that to other people they they might view us as like famous or somebody um even the way i'm saying it right now i'm sure the people is like nigga shut up you know what but it's really yeah i don't i don't i cannot relay enough this shit is kind of weird it's right different. it's very different for us because we consider ourselves normal as people and me and Roger talked about this it's not how we view ourselves it's how other people's perception of us we not we not famous i, I don't no. we're not famous to us we're not special to us or whatever the fuck other than just how most people should feel they, they they're valuable right. i feel that way about myself but Same. i don't carry myself in some like you niggas need to you don't know you're among royalty or whatever mm-hmm. i don't think of that and i don't think most people should think of us that way Mm-mm. but there is in a small circle of the internet there are people that that really love us look up to us mm-hmm. latch on to us or whatever and it has been uh kind of weird because we've talked about fame for years we talked about celebrity you know how i view celebrity a little bit different than most people and i never really thought i would be that way to people Mm-mm. but that was what i learned from 2017 2018 was like yo some people straight up view us like celebrities you know the way that uh people would 
they would be friends with uh say drake on instagram and on their own instagram page be like drake ain't shit but then want to see like drake hugging his niece on on fucking his instagram page and want to see what drake had for lunch it, to me that's weird and i always thought like man i don't never want to be famous because i don't want that kind of energy around me i would like everybody that's fucking with me on a personal level to be like rooting for me and vice versa i'm rooting for them like if i see something good happen to them hey good for you they going through something bad hey man i hope that gets better like you know people st- still trips me out when people get excited that i like because it's uh, facebook goes uh sends you a little update like hey it's so-and-so's birthday and you know if i have the time i'll be like hey happy birthday or whatever mm-hmm. especially if i like know you or something i get that a little alert like hey happy birthday and people would be oh my god i can't believe it. i'm like oh no 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 baby it's not that important no 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 because for a lot of them that they, they you know they know we're busy they know we're doing so much and to them they was like you took the time out of your which i can understand from their perspective you took the time out of your busy day to acknowledge me i i totally understand i'm sure i'm i mean the first time reagan Gomez said she listened to our show i was freaking the fuck out but at the same time it's kind of like you know uh, let's just all be cool about it right you know so and everybody ain't gonna be cool i'm not telling them what to do i'm just saying that's my mind that's how my mind was ticking but uh 2018 was like the, the kind of me realizing like damn like we really are like somebody to people and that works for the good and it works for the bad yes it does but a lot of the people that really were not there for us a lot of people that just kind of see us as entertainment but still want access to our lives and shit um you know a lot of them fell away mm-hmm. just fell away without lift we didn't have to lift a finger we didn't have to shoot a shot we didn't have to you know go to war any of the shit that people do all that dramatic shit that 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 consumes lives we didn't have to do it it was really just like i'm gonna focus on the positive people positive things i'm gonna focus on the people that's close to me uh i took a lot of my life uh offline as far as like talking to my friends and shit Mm -hmm. and i had to do it purposefully because i mean these things uh social media stuff is designed to keep you in a rabbit hole like they know what they're doing they have scientists and shit that study our brains so they know that they're that it is a time consuming thing that it can become your reality for a lot of people correct correct um so i don't know it felt like 2018 was like a year to really embrace just myself and uh and my value and it really did work out well you know um i've never felt more comfortable at the live show i I never felt more comfortable than than that doing something in front of a lot of people like i just felt like that's what we were born to do that was what we were meant to do and i was never nervous for a second not even meeting people any of the shit like well that's new for you (laughs) It, it i didn't feel it like, like for you that like y'all that's an accomplishment yeah i don't i don't know I'm what, like hey everybody yeah i don't know what's happening or whatever but it's definitely like a change you know even when uh we took our trip out to cali and we mm-hmm. met all those people you know um not nervous for a second not you know wasn't worried about anything was just like Mm-mm. can't wait to meet everybody can't Same. wait to like we have been surrounded and insulated by so much love they're really yes. like you know i think the best thing we did or at least for me was leaving the facebook group correct because i that should be a place where people can have do whatever opinions. they want to do in it right they can have their opinions that where they agree or disagree with us they can mm-hmm. have their opinions where they don't like us there, there needs to be room for them to be able to do that shit i don't want to see it correct 
but they need there needs to be room for them to be able to do that shit away from us and i don't want to absorb it and i don't want to like i shouldn't have to pick a side in a fucking listener's argument with another listener that's crazy to me you know i just want to live my life the way you get to live your life right same so it's you know i don't go on your facebook page and start arguing with your friends right so it's kind of that thing where um i really felt uh like after that because just the way i consume like with empathy and shit i i can't turn it off and i consume shit to a point that is unhealthy for me mm-hmm. and i i really think 2018 i found so much balance and so much positive creative space and in so many enriching relationships and i was just i am just so thankful like i'm so thankful to these people that are are, are around us that have surrounded us like they love us and yeah i'm us, so because right? they don't have to do any of this Mm-mm, they like we fuck with y'all the long way and that shit matters to me too. eight eight years ago this week eight years ago bomani jones came to our apart old apartment right? i saw the picture it came up in my memories on facebook he came to our old apartment and recorded an episode with us this is back when he was uh i think he had just gotten laid off a fire from the three-hour lunch break mm-hmm. and was looking for a new gig you know and you know me and Bo talk talk behind the scenes somewhat but at that time you know when he lost that gig i remember telling him like dog listen you are going to be a fucking star i don't like i like i know this shit feels like a setback to you and you probably think i'm blowing smoke up your ass right now but i know what the fuck i know just like i knew jimmy butler was going to destroy the sixers chemistry ah i know that you are going to be a special like person you're a special talent you're already a special person you might not even know it yet but you you represent so authentically for yourself and for us and for everybody that listens to you and you make a family out of wherever you go now it might not be able to be a family everywhere you go out there because once you're on tv it's more one-sided you can't have people call in and shit but my point being is like you're gonna you're gonna be okay and i didn't do that on some like and make sure you reciprocate or mm-hmm. whatever and we just kind of became tight and uh him coming by the crib to record with us was like surreal at the time and was so fun and justin was there and uh like we just and we just kicked it you know it's like he could have been he could have been on every episode you know and uh i remember um you know thinking about like man what a cool guy you know to be able to do something like that and eight years later coming into this year i'm like yeah look at look how far everybody in that room came you know from you don't that even time. look the same huh i say i look the same but you don't look the same oh here we go uh well, you just look younger uh yeah well you know that's what happens you get old um but, <laughs> okay but, and you got a beard that's true i do that's why that's why i say you look different uh but, but uh anyway my point being man like that was like a little milestone and a little time to reflect and i was like cool man like we i feel like we on the right path we on the we're doing good things and um i keep thinking about it's the show art k can you said show you the pick it's the show art uh and i feel like one of the things that's interesting is another thing in 2018 that really gave me peace was and this this sounds like a negative thing but it's honestly a positive thing i looked at all these horrible motherfuckers that people keep claiming gonna get canceled and that keep doing nothing but just fuck shit in the world they just 
you know every two to three months they have a major fuck up that is just so mean-spirited and fuck and just wrong and they don't give a shit and nothing happens to them Mm -mm, they don't care nothing they're not even trying Mm -mm. to be good people they're not even like they don't give a fuck about that shit you know they're out here like look uh, killing trans people that's funny right they're out here like uh getting caught sexually assaulting people you know they're out here um you know being anti-black they're out here like hating women they're out here like like they legit don't give a fuck about they're not trying to make anything better they're not trying to be better they're not they give a fuck about your growth their growth any of that shit and they will flip from hustle to hustle with whatever the fuck lines up with their money for that day is what the fuck they own and they are just out here flourishing like shit they out here getting every manner of cosign out you know every every bag to be grabbed they are fucking getting it and i was sitting up here like i'm feeling bad about myself that i'm not being perfect all the time but at what point am i gonna lay off myself because i'm more understanding for other people than i am for myself and that shit is not cool it's not healthy you know because i understand when the fuck i fuck up or when i make a mistake or when i could have done better i understand those things and i take it to heart and i try to make that thing make that happen anyone who's listening to the show long enough knows that um and we both do you know and the people around us do and so i really let that kind of stuff get to me in a way that i wouldn't have uh you know or, or no i really stopped letting that stuff get to me in a way that i used to back in the day and i think everything around my life became better for it yeah and, I, and a lot of times it's just the difference in uh, the differences in our uh personality because one thing about you that i admire is that you have a lot more patience in certain areas than i do and you're more quick to be like hey let's work you know let's talk through it and, and, and right. i'm like that too I, I really am but hey after a few go arounds i'm like oh fuck you bitch and i'm out like like yeah. i'm I, like <laughs> my patience just won't do it i'm like no no right. no 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 like no 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 you're being irrational you're being illogical with, with, why, why the fuck am i talking to all right you got to go nah you're absolutely right so um yeah i just wanted to say that about 2018 man and everybody that made 2018 special thank you mm-hmm. i can't name everybody honestly it's ridiculous it's a lot of y'all all the people that spent money to show up and go to our live show mm-hmm. all the people that got hotels and stuff mm-hmm. and like still it's i mean i'm who knows what the fuck y'all got up to when we weren't around which is one of the reasons we didn't want to be around everything but Mm-mm. who knows what y'all got up to but also like it's been months and still you don't really see a lot of fallout from it at least i haven't like it seemed like everybody genuinely was mature enough to go have a good time do the things that they wanted to do with the people they wanted to do it with Mm -hmm. and and we had a cool audience of people come together and just have fun Um, and that's all we wanted and like you were saying thank you man for the people that sacrificed saved their money took pto time got off shout out to the gas house got off his job early was like look i'm not missing this event shout out to the people who was in over in the california that had right. to drive you know because took time off of work to come see there. us right. it was on a friday like right. it wasn't it was in the middle of the day on a university like people went and found us to just even just to give us shit like mm-hmm. people just people have done so fucking much for yeah, us that i really can't be anything but thankful like i thought Christ. about that because i wrote a poster in my 2018 and that was the main thing i could take i can't be anything but thankful even if you fucking hate my guts just gonna dap me because i'm gonna dap you anyway and then go home and pray for your ass later that's how that's how i was looking at 2018 because it's like 
even the people that didn't fuck with me i don't even have the animosity towards you nope like i don't need you around me keep it let's be real i'm not one of these like masochists and shit if you don't fuck with me please stay away but at the same time like i don't even i'm not even mad i'm not even like i'm gonna get this nigga any of that shit like i saw chris say he was starting 28 to 19 he's gonna be pettier than ever but i was like yeah my whole energy is trying to be away from that man to be real like and i've been able to read some things that kind of see how people be on certain shit and stuff like because i because that's the other thing getting out of my comfort zone i start dealing with people that i would never deal with and seeing types of behavior i've never seen before right and so then i'm reading stuff about stuff and i'm like oh this fit into this pattern this fits into that pattern oh so I, okay so now this is how you deal with a narcissist i've never fucking dealt with a narcissist i, I don't know did they grow on trees like what the fuck i don't i would never in my life hang out with somebody that i felt was that that having these type of personality disorders you know um and so we're dealing with that kind of stuff and on the other side of it and now it helped make sense of things for me and shout out to the people that kind of like signal boosted that stuff so i could read it and be like yo okay so now i see how to deal with this and the only thing it did was make my life better all right before we go speaking of making my life better and people that love us uh people gave us gifts they did um and cards i'll try to get to all of them before the session ends how much time i got about 15 minutes okay cool that should be enough um andre joseph sent us all the wine yes um thank you from baby. uh yeah like there's so much wine in our house mm-hmm. uh but thank you uh for the wine it, we, i we mean is drinking it and some of my family had a merry christmas baby yeah and i believe he left a message thanks you thank you guys for another year of great entertainment i hope this gift can bring you at least a fraction of joy you give me merry christmas niggas thank you thank and you. um i also have been giving this wine away i'm a very popular person in my city right now okay i come to your house you're getting some wine all right don't ask don't ask no questions you're getting some wine all right one for me one for y'all is what i say and it came and it came with like gift. i don't know if you know what comes in the box you probably already know but it came with like gift bag mm-hmm. like the wine holders yeah, so and was, wine uh cork yeah, openers it was like merry christmas niggas here you go yeah we seem like really like thoughtful gift givers and it's all because you because you're you. a thoughtful gift giver shout out to you nigga you made us look professional yep triangle wine co sent us some wine Thank um you. i feel like i read this one before but i'll read it again to rod uh happy holidays uh from uh chris uh uh, man i'm gonna fuck up your last name so not, let me not say it triangle wine mooresville north carolina uh can't drink all this wine it's so Thank much wine you. okay we are winos um, come on we got some cards this one's from uh cutter um dear ron and karen thank you for all the funny conversations thoughtful discussions and uh and intros to the cookout uh i've been listening for almost two years and it's been great i've learned so much from you two and been introduced to several great uh to some great content along the way i know uh i don't know you personally but your personal touch to your craft has left a a positive impact on all your listeners most of them and i am no exception you've been amazing keep being the best sit down comedians the world the podcasting has to offer that's oh, right love you guys happy holidays and more prosperous new year thank, thank you. you i like being a sit down comedian that's from uh miss ct let's see who else we got here um i think it's the opener behind you if you need one. Oh, letter opener yeah. yeah that is a good idea oh we got this from our uh our girl caritha 
dear rod and karen i hope this holiday season finds you and yours extraordinarily well i'm so glad i got to share the live show experience with you and the blackout tips nation it was a 2018 highlight hey i look forward to celebrating other victories with you in 2019 and beyond much love caritha prof Corey. p.s i still have uh you to myself because my partner hasn't gotten hooked his loss mm-hmm look at them over here uh, these you. are some beautiful pictures that y'all have together mm-hmm. um, but he is missing out okay and you know what that's fine as long as you're not missing out that way you get to tell him all this stuff like you came up with it yourself oh that letter opener is not over there uh it's all right yes, it is. Oh, okay. okay i see it my bad i missed it i'm about right. to say unless i'm blind well, you know what i'm blind that's the problem uh <laughs> needs new glasses all right we got this one with some penguins on the front yay uh and a kitty cat sticker on it oh um and it says happy new year rod and karen i hope you've been enjoying your wonderful holiday season and that your 2019 will be spectacular smiley face you two are such a blessing in my life your podcast is so insightful funny fun to listen to and you keep me company at the gym while i drive and at the grocery store etc and i so appreciate you i have learned so much from you too and i know that i will continue to do so especially and most importantly about bullet ball and bullet ball extreme i really wish for you both rod and karen all the very best and everything may your lives be filled with overflowing with goodness of all kinds including lots of magical surprises with much love and appreciation aaron see what i'm saying thank you how can i possibly not be thankful for my 2018 i know and i'm trying to tell you y'all send all the cards and i love the cards don't know podcasts to get more physical cards than us like imagine me succumbing to hate imagine when all this love is in the room yes and i keep i told you i keep all your cards now i'm like old grandma they let r kelly cook and tried to cancel me ain't that some shit (laughs) come on holiday wishing you a holiday free of 12 days of shark attacks all right take a bite out of all your bread make fart sounds as you walk by rip uh leave (laughs) cheeto stains on your clothes happy holidays all work and no play makes jack the doughboy proverb from jack from the shining um and this is from brian i believe and they sent me a like a a a, a, it's like a ripped baseball slash basketball card Mm -hmm. i have no idea what this is (laughs) thank you for the gift it says uh see more shark attacks on instagram at polite manliness all right thank Thank you very much it's a very unique gift uh very did not know what to do with that i don't know if that's like positive or negative I was, um let's see we got this one uh christmas is in the air oh and it came with um ooh, some starbucks cards yes come here um pumpkin spice latte thank you strawberry frappuccino for me ryan and karen thank you for all that you do by sharing a part of your lives with us on the blackout tips you both keep me smiling and laughing throughout my work day and workout i look forward to seeing the show uh seeing the show and your business grow in the future karen keep up the good work with your puns the gift cards are a little uh little thing a little 
something for both of you uh to can live your, so you can live your best white woman of color lives as you <laughs> partake in the seasonal beverage thank you thank lot, you and uh the card says wishing you good friends good times good health good cheer happy days throughout the year merry merry christmas with lots of love sabrina pitt thank you sabrina thank you sabrina and uh i will uh hold on to both of these cards for both of us cause yeah cause we're probably gonna be together anyway mm-hmm. that's what you think all right let's see what else well we you're got. gonna be spending your own money somebody gonna be spending some money <laughs> spend them if you want to <laughs> Nah, i'll make sure you get your card after the show thank you um we got this one wishing you a fabulous christmas oh, i like that right this is like carrie washington on this thing um uh the card says wishing you a fabulous christmas full of pleasant surprises and a new year full of wonderful blessings merry christmas and happy new year uh the note says dear karen and rod i feel like y'all would enjoy the artwork on this card i hope you'll have a good restful holiday sincerely Cass. p.s uh uh cursive writing lives on thank you Cass. it does too baby a cursive writing girl. is ingrained in me every now and then i mess around and i start writing in cursive uh that's our girl coco cutie i believe that sent that thank you baby all right um first of all this card came with this pen oh and it says slay and it looks like beyonce's formation dancers are Aww. on the card um let me see if i can open this uh so already off to a great start okay um uh yes yeah, a pen attached to the card so you can like wear it um as a pen on clothes and stuff so it says slay Mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys can see that hopefully i'm holding that right yes honey i'm gonna hold on to that because uh my goal is uh hopefully next time beyonce go on tour my goal is to go to a concert and uh we got this card all right black woman on the front Aww. with a christmas and wrapping papers and bags um it says um oh and then we got are these stickers okay so this is like some straight up black ass etsy stuff um i appreciate them biting out of this chocolate bar um and not breaking it into pieces because that's my style <laughs> dear ron and karen thank you for getting us through another year of racist homophobic sexist capitalist nonsense with your amazing podcast with all the love and hilarity you bring and the wisdom i am so grateful to you every day i run my own business from home and i listen to your show often i learn so much from you and if i could have afforded the flight i totally would have came to your live show it sounded magic and excellent like everything you do hugs and kisses and say pto i think that means please turn over the package here is for karen mostly it's from dorcas creates who is an amazing artist who in uh here in the uk celebrating black women in her work oh uh and it says uh asterisk uh everyone needs to live better truer pumpkin spice life that's true that's correct Mm -hmm. uh it also says um uh but i couldn't resist these stickers for rod thank you the uh the first time i listened to your show pumpkin spice latte was uh a big theme i love your show love you both thanks uh you are the best happy christmas love felicity thank you felicity thank you and i will be putting these stickers everywhere and i will you. be keeping my pen well also this is the gift like so oh. that was uh yeah you got you got some extra stuff in here let me see if i can did you want to open it or you want I don't me to know, open but it? say that wrapping paper do you want to open it yourself here yes yeah i like the special wrapper paper i think i still got that uh salon's wrapping paper mm-hmm. 
tell the people what it is going on Ooh, pretty stickers stickers with black women on them come through oh i forgot my camera's up here there you go <laughs> Ooh, ooh, some more pins i got a bunch of pins with black women y'all oh oh bantu knots yes bantu knots <laughs> yes because i'm really i'm learning how to uh wrap my hair with like the hair wrap so i've been mm. going to the to the cloth store and buying material i think your light is making kind of oh there it is i can see it now okay. yeah oh this is these are great aren't they pretty this is different hairstyles and stuff yeah they look like uh was it hallie and chloe i'll yeah. probably fuck that girl them girls names up uh <laughs> that's oh, dope though there you go. yeah i am i am having a ball i like this one this is pretty there you go there you go so it look like when i do it up here in the corner now nah, just bring it back down a little bit so we can see it they a little bit more because they got both of us on screen you can't see the oh, whole thing. okay there you go that's perfect okay probably be able to hold up in front well of yeah that's dope yes and honey i am here for the oh look y'all that's the wrapping paper yeah and uh and uh the thing oh yeah she got a fro on the sticker yes etsy man these motherfuckers be don't sleep on them yeah um and let me see what the let me see if it's on uh so there's artwork on the card that's by at eclectic gift 2018 um and then um she said your stuff was from dorcas creates d-o-r-c-a-s creates look baby oh that's dope there's the other one wow yo that's some dope art yes it is uh, uh is there anything else for mm-hmm. okay go all right do your thing and more stickers mm-hmm. let me see try to get the light we're gonna have a house looking like a black like a black woman uh sticker paradise up in here come on stick these on everything what's on everything these all over the desk oh and like card cards oh and they haven't even been open so like you can just give it to other people and stuff mm-hmm. so now you get to be the coolest person giving away cards honey you gonna this make the gift that keep on giving yeah, honey y'all i'm gonna tell you right now i love our fans y'all be making me look good all the earrings i've gotten particularly last year year before last all the earrings and shit i, I have all that stuff and everybody be like where y'all got that from and y'all know what y'all made me so probably like my fans gave it to me they be like you got fans i showed you i got fans y'all and lastly oh and then you got a uh a tote look at this shit i got one more thing hold on this thing was full of stuff thank you baby mm-hmm. i'm saving this wrapping paper i know <laughs> i don't know what for but because i like saved. it no i mean i don't know what you're gonna use it for mm-hmm. you're just gonna have it mm-hmm. <laughs> and one more oh that's pretty too mm-hmm. it's gonna be some black girl magic up in this bitch for real <laughs> i'm like why does it smell like shea butter <laughs> jehova oil and, and uh coconut oil all right last thing that was that everything mm-hmm. okay last thing um we also got um dr bambi haggins book laughing mad okay um 
when we were out in cali i was like you need to send me this you know what i mean it's called the black comic persona in the post so america um and uh she wrote a note in it um let me see if i can read it uh to rod and karen thank you for driving uh, for doing the work that you do and inspiring book the uh, uh books book number two you are a national treasure um and i think bambi yeah and it said and she signed her name thank you so much thank you i think we got one more thing didn't we get the the thing on the wish list i know i did not keep the little paper there the little it, it was like a little it wasn't paper because they did it was it didn't get a paper that told us who sent it but we did get um this toilet paper holder from our wish list that also lets you sit your cell phone on it mm-hmm. so whoever sent that thank you you did it did not put it a paper did, in yeah. that maybe you wanted mm-hmm. it to be anonymous but thank you because uh, we've been using it actually hell out of it. actually bought myself one after mm-hmm. seeing how dope it was for karen's bathroom yeah because i seen it online i was like you know what i can set my phone there and not have it in my hand and i'm actually good you know while you're showering and shit you know it's nearby so thank you everybody mm-hmm. uh we'll be back with more tomorrow um back to our regular schedule program there's a lot of stuff to need we want to talk about you know louis ck still out here fucking up uh-oh. uh surviving r kelly started we started watching that yes um I, i'm sure other shit has happened that mm-hmm. y'all probably either care about our opinions or don't care about our opinions right but we gonna give them i know that much we sure my new year's resolution is to be on y'all next for all of 2019 okay you're gonna have to hate me every day all right we'll talk to y'all <laughs> later until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.